Greetings, and welcome to another edition of Life Matters. I want to mention, for anyone listening on other platforms, this podcast originates from the Life Matters newsletter available on Substack. And for today's post, I put together some thoughts about gift-giving, since it's something we all do year-round. Because the news has been so dark lately, I just felt the need to lighten things up this time. So here we go with five smart tips for giving awesome gifts that people appreciate. It's better to give than receive according to the Bible, but that depends on how much thought you've put into giving. I've gotten pretty lazy over the years. When I was younger, I put a good deal of consideration and energy into gift giving. The brainstorming began well before the occasion. The Christmas list started around the same time as the new school year. When thinking about the recipient, I asked myself the following. Do they have any hobbies? What are their clothing preferences? Do they enjoy books, movies, both, or not at all? What is their favorite cologne or personal care item? What do they usually spend their own money on? And do they have any current needs? If I required more inspiration, I'd flip through various catalogs. Remember those? Can you imagine being a postal carrier when the JCPenney Christmas and Spring Summer Editions came out? No need to hit the gym after delivering those hefty tomes. Then came the shopping, which involved leaving the house. Yes, we could do mail orders by phone or snail mail, but the latter could take three weeks. In those days, Amazon was a river in South America and Prime was a type of number. Once the purchase was made, the next step was the packaging. It was essential to choose the appropriate gift wrap and coordinating bow. If mom hates cats, you don't wrap her gift in kitty paper. Then came card shopping, which could easily take me an hour. I love reading greeting cards, so just head to that section if you ever lose me in a retail shop. That's where you'll find me, usually giggling uncontrollably. Nowadays, things are much different. For example, I generally give gift cards to a favorite store or restaurant that the person patronizes. It doesn't seem quite as effortless, in other words, lazy, as writing a check. It's then tucked into a greeting card that's chosen within five minutes. Bada boom, all done. So why the drastic change in mindset? Is this a sign of aging, gift fatigue, or both? Feeling guilty about my cavalier attitude, I decided to make some changes. After a bit of research and thought, I concluded the following. Number one, forget the wow factor. When selecting gifts, you may want to achieve a big reveal moment. This occurs when the recipient expresses a dramatic reaction, usually because you spent too much money. One long ago Christmas, I came across a toy that so impressed me, I just had to order it for my kids. It was totally unaffordable at $100 and last minute, so I had to pay extra for expedited shipping. I was convinced they would be thrilled. Instead, their reaction to it was equal to the $20 presents under the tree. I overspent to wow myself. The lesson here is to think practically. Don't assume they'll like it just because you do. And stay within your budget. Number two. Don't surprise them. In addition to the wow factor, 
You may also want to surprise your gift recipient. This often involves purchasing something totally unexpected, and that can backfire. Their only surprise might be your odd choice in gifts. It's safer to give something that was requested or that you know aligns with their personality and lifestyle. Add the element of surprise with an upgrade. If they enjoy Cabernet, purchase a more expensive brand or an add-on gift, which pairs well with the main event. For example, like quality chocolates with the wine. Number three, a good idea goes a long way. It's okay to give everyone the same present, even if it's Christmas where there'll be opening gifts at the same time. You don't have to buy something different for each person. A new exciting idea or a trending gift idea is, is new and exciting for everybody, unless it's completely outside their interests. Plus, you can individualize the wrapping paper and bows to suit each person. Number four, there's no shame in regifting. Waste not, want not, my grandma always said. Just because you don't like the gift doesn't mean someone else won't. If you receive a bottle of Cabernet and hate Cabernet, I'll be thrilled to receive it. No questions asked. By the way, do you notice a pattern here with the Cabernet example? Another good way to utilize a brand new item is for nonprofit fundraisers. I often donate theme baskets and use regiftable things in them. For example, I received a corn popper, which I knew I'd never use, so I created a movie night basket. With the addition of gourmet popping kernels, oil, seasoning, and a gift card for Netflix, it made a terrific donation as well as a tax-deductible expense of $100. Number five, don't decide for them. Sometimes the best gifts are the ones we give ourselves. So give your loved one the gift of choice via a gift card or money and let them decide. Just be sure that the gift card or gift certificate is for a store or business they usually shop at. It's also helpful to think in the short term. Gift cards can be forgotten if not used right away. So think about the person's current needs and desires. For example, a college student needs textbooks. A crafter needs crafting supplies, and a wine drinker always needs wine. A Journal of Consumer Research study found that while givers rate gifts on their desirability, recipients rate them on feasibility. Givers tend to focus more on sentiment and less on practicality, while receivers would instead prefer to get items they want or need. We devote a considerable amount of time and money throughout the year to gift giving. So hopefully these tips could make giving that perfect gift even better and easier.